Hello everyone, it's me, Simple Sammy. And I'm Nikki Boy. And thanks for joining us on Simple Stuff, where we talk about simple stuff. We'll dish about tea, we'll get real deep, but more often than not, we're just gonna kiki. So get some food, grab a drink, vote, and let's talk. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Wait, what did you just call me? What do you mean? I said I pledge allegiance. To the what? F-L-A-G flag. Good, because I know you ain't crazy. Oh, girl, if I wanted to call you out your name, I have a lot of other words. Oh, such as? Such as bitch. What's going on, sister? How you feeling? I feel all right. I feel like it's the end of October, and here we are right. going into November, Halloween slash Thanksgiving slash Christmas. It's holiday season back to back to back to back, right after the summer, it feels like. This is my favorite time of year. Right before Halloween or right in- going into Christmas time? I would say, like, the beginning of October, something happens in my spirit, and I just perk up. And believe it or not, this has always been my most productive time of the year. I know a lot of people, well, a lot of people relate to like the new year and they want to like start fresh and do things. No, like this is my new year. Mm-hmm. I don't know something about the fall. Um, the love of my life, his birthday is October 15th. And then we go straight into Halloween. Um, there's a bunch of holidays in between. Um Election Day, Veterans Day, and then we go straight into Thanksgiving, then Black Friday, then Christmas, then New Year's. Like, it's just a great-ass time. And in between, you're doing a million events. So it's like, you got your friends Thanksgiving that you do with your friends. You got uh, work parties. Well, you ain't doing that no more this year. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about this year how that's exactly (laughs) going to work. But um, But what do you usually do for Halloween? Well, for do you the dress past, up? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I mean, it depends. If I have, like, a party to go to, then I'll definitely do a party. Um, last year, I stayed home. Me mm. and Nick stayed home. Um, I dressed up for stream. Like, it's different when you're on Twitch because yeah. it's like, okay, I got to do this with the Twitch people. And I have to I have to juggle my personal life. And then I have stuff at work. So it's like, you know, you pick and choose. Yeah, for me, every Halloween, I, for the last, like, I would say five years, maybe more, maybe six, maybe seven, maybe eight, (laughs) every Halloween, I go out. There's this big thing that happens in the gay village in Toronto. The whole street Mm -hmm. closes, and everyone comes in their costumes, these crazy costumes with lights and whatever, all people, like, drag queens, queer people non-queer people just like on the street and everybody just kind of goes and you kind of like just like look at all the halloween events and of course that street is like littered with bars and clubs and whatever so people are coming in and out in and out the the streets fully packed at the same time and it's always just a great time so almost every year except of course this year um i usually do that and i'll usually almost like literally every halloween i'll be going out and i'll be having a grand time i won't always dress up like amazingly sometimes it's just kind of a chore i don't really like dressing up it's not my thing Mm -hmm. not a fan of that it's, yeah. I feel like it's a chore, but I respect people and I appreciate people who do dress up and take all that effort into looking so good because it's a talent. 
I couldn't imagine painting my face in that certain type of way, make, putting together costumes, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh my God, sewing, gluing, painting. Yeah. No, no, that's not for me, but we I appreciate the, it from afar. Yeah, we have the same thing in um, New York City. We have like a huge parade and it goes on for, it's like a second pride, honestly, because it's filled with a bunch of gay people, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as dressing up, I'm the same. I'm, Oh, I don't want to sound vain and conceited, but like what, when you want to be a slutty mouse, is that what you every every Halloween? Yeah, like when you're cute, you don't have to dress up, girl. You just put some whiskers on your fucking face and a cute ass outfit, and you just pick whichever animal you want to be, girl. Oh, Did you ever have any experiences where you like hooked up with someone on Halloween and you guys woke up and you're like in costumes and you're like, oh, hi, no, ghoul, I've, goblin? I've always been in a relationship, girl. Oh. Yeah, I've never had that. I, I know, like, all Twitch, Twitch only knows me as like single Nikki, but like, I've always been in a relationship since like eighteen. Like, I'm always in and out of a relationship. So I would love to see Nikki be like the Carrie Bradshaw and have her little place and have Mister Big and then another guy and then another guy and then dating and then she loves her shoes and her clothes and her, you know. Just I mean, that is see. kind of my life, though. But you're not the Kiri because you're always in a relationship with, like, the same person. I guess, maybe. I mean, in a way, Carrie also always had Mr. Big, right? And she had other people, yeah. But she, yeah, she did have other people. And she did have lots of periods of being single and, like, going mm-hmm. around and experiencing life. But she never really stayed single long either. She didn't. She definitely yeah, didn't. She always had, like, a relationship with someone throughout the series and when she was single it would be like disaster dates yeah i know she found that one in that season it would usually happen like once every season she would find someone she really liked who do you think you are out of the four i know Uh, who i think you are you think i'm samantha nope i know everybody thinks that you're samantha but i think you're more carrie I think I'm carrie i think i'm a mixture between carrie and like when i'm single i'm samantha and when i'm when I'm not single, I'm Carrie. Seriously, I was going to say the opposite. When you're single, you're Carrie. When you're boot up, you're Samantha. Meaning you freaky with your man. But oh, like, yeah, well, of course. But I think Carrie's freaky too, girl. Carrie's freaky, yeah, she is. But I feel like you being single would be more Carrie. Being more, like, focused on yourself. I even remember you, like, think of the before COVID, that period where you, like, broke up with, where you guys were, like, not in a relationship anymore, you, Nick, mm-hmm. you were kind of Carrie. You were, like, lightly dated. You weren't, like, ever really meeting and doing crazy things, but you were, like, kind of, like, trying to be yeah. your own thing. And you're, like, I just want this mo- time for me, myself. And- I always do that. I recommend anybody who ever goes through a breakup do not date and have meaningless sex with zero attachment only, only, only when you need to. Yeah. Because you're so emotional during that period for sure. That like you you have to recover mentally. Yeah. You have to. Which is why I also, think you're, you're such a Go ahead. You're super vulnerable in that time. Like anyone can come and pray on that and like before you know it you're in like the worst relationship. Yeah. And I know everyone out there is probably like Samantha, Samantha, Samantha for Nikki. But I know Nikki a little bit better and I totally get a carry 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 vibe. Carry yeah. carry carry vibe. I also play into that whole Samantha role, too, but I'm, like, I'm not really that. Like, I am that girl, but, like, I'm really not that girl. 
Yeah. And Samantha Aren't also we? realized that Samantha, I always feel, always feel like Samantha gets a short on the stick because everyone just think, oh, if you're the slut, you're Samantha. But Samantha has a lot of good character qualities in her as well. She's a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. She's strong. She's independent. She's mature. You know, she's, she's, she's not, you know, she's not just a whore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I she's think- not just a whole girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, which one would I be? What do you think? Um, let me think about this. I think you are, I don't know what I should say. I think you're Charlotte. <laughs> I'm okay with being Charlotte. I'm okay with being Charlotte. I think, Charlotte. I think I if you're any you. one of them, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. But also I see traits of um, the lesbian. Who was she? The lesbian. Was I forget her name in the show. Miranda. Miranda. Yeah. I see traits of the lesbian because you're super duper smart. So I'd be Miranda mixed with Charlotte. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Are... I see you like super career driven. Mm-hmm. But also, um, like you're remember Miranda didn't really know if she wanted kids and stuff. Oh, so, so what are you trying to say? No, I'm not saying, but like I we've had conversations where you're like, I don't know, we'll see. And then just one day it hit her. Like, I see it like that for you. Yeah. And also Charlotte is so um, I I know a lot of people see Charlotte as a prude. I don't see Charlotte as a prude. I just see her as super fabulous, like princess angel girl. Like I don't know, she's just. I think she's top two, honestly. <laughs> top two out of four. I think she's top two out of four. Yeah. Well, what's your ranking of the, what's your ranking of the four then? It's Carrie, Charlotte, Samantha, Miranda. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, because when I think about the lives that I would want, Carrie definitely. Um, but I think Charlotte has a better life. I don't you remember the did you ever see the movie? Yeah, yeah, I did. When they ask her, um, are you always happy? And she was like, I'm not always happy, but I'm so happy. Or something like that, something to the phrase. Mm-hmm. Like something, she said something like that. And I see that as you, like someone who has everything that they want. Well, well okay. Well, I, I appreciate you. Look at you saying kind words about me. See, I don't know. I, I, I think I agree with what you said. I don't really see many. Um, I could see some carry. I can see some, uh, you know, some disorganization in my life. I can see some um, head in the clouds kind of in my life. That's also. But I'm not carry. thinking about, I'm not thinking about you as the character now i'm thinking about you as the character as the potential that i see okay so i'm gonna be charlotte so i'm gonna get diarrhea in mexico is that what you're gonna say because i drink the water in the shower yeah but it's also gonna enlighten me after i go through another breakup with mr big (laughs) oh you would totally date a mr big too you have dated a mr big well I don't know. He wasn't as established as Mr. Big, but yeah, I pretty much. But see, the thing about Mr. Big, Mr. Big was also not just like established, but he was also like emotional, kind. The, the, the. But nobody saw that. Like the friends didn't see that, but I knew that. And I feel like when I'm telling stories about guys, y'all all all think he's a fucking asshole. Leave him. And I'm like, no, I see something different. I'm a judge of character, though. And people don't always give me credit for that. Yeah, that's true, I guess. But, um... Okay, you've watched Desperate Housewives, so do you remember the Housewives? Yes. Okay, which Housewife do you think you are? 
Because I've been watching a lot of Desperate Housewives, which is why I'm, I'm asking instead of Sex and the City. I haven't watched Sex and the City for like maybe seven years. Um, yeah. It's been a while since I watched Sex and the City. Sex and the City. Sex and the City. But I've recently been starting Desperate Housewives. I'm in season two right now. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty good. I feel like for you, I would see a mixture of Gabrielle and Susan. I don't cheat, though. I was thinking Gabrielle, but I'm not a cheater. It doesn't mean that you're the ha- you have to be a cheater. I mean, okay, you have then, a lot of yeah, other I qualities in Gabrielle, and I see I a little see bit of Susan. I see the same for you, though. Wait, wait, who's Susan? The super neat one that Terry like... Hatcher, Terry the main Hatcher. character, basically. Oh yeah, I forgot. Girl, I forgot about her. You forgot about the main character? I see. I see that, and I see. I see the same for you, girl. Gabrielle and Susan for me. Yeah, I do. I don't think I have many qualities of Susan's. For myself, I would see a little bit of maybe Gabrielle, but I also see a lot of um, Lynette. Who's Lynette? Girl, do we have to go down this road of who the hell's who? Yes, I can't remember their names. I watched the show like 10 years ago, girl. So, um, Felicity Huffman. You, I, I do not see Felicity Huffman, girl. She has like 20 kids. Yeah, but she's also like a career woman. She's like kind of sneaky. She's kind of like bossy. She's kind of... Uh, Level-headed okay. at the same time. Okay, so minus the kids. Yeah. And minus the, kids. like, schlumpiness. <laughs> the schlumpiness. Oh. I said Gabrielle because you do have those moments where you're, like, all about fashion, super, like, trendy and stuff like that. That's true. I do like a lot of that stuff. Sometimes I can be a little bit superficial. Yeah. And then... And fiery. Said, yeah. And then I said um, Terry, Hatch- Terry Hatcher because... I see you as cool and breezy sometimes too, like the way she was. Like she's very much um, a t-shirt and jeans kind of girl. She is very t-shirt and jeans kind of girl. She's also kind of like the, and again. She has the hot guys. Like I know people thought Gabrielle got the hot guys because um, she had the gardener and the hot Latin husband, but no girl. Terry Hatcher had the hot guys. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. She's always had hot guy after hot guy after hot guy. Um, mm-hmm. The show is very similar to Sex and the City. Actually, all the characters it have is. a similar like um, archetype. It's really interesting, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. I, that archetype, actually, now I've been rewatching a lot of Golden Girls episodes. That archetype's been going on for many years now. Even in Golden Girls, this whore, yeah, the a... ditzy, career-orientated, uh-huh. and the kind of crabby one, you know? Yep. It's the same kind of thing. It just keeps going, and it just keeps re- regurgitating into something else. I don't yeah. know if there's any show right now that has four girls. Girls used to be on. Do you remember Girls? With Lena, Lena Dunham. That was sort of the same thing because it was four girls again. Yeah. Um, it's always that same archetype, the four girls. I wonder where it started. I wonder where, who did it first. Because hmm. it's been working. It's honestly been working. It has. It really has. Oh, isn't there uh, another one? Girlfriends? Girls. Maybe. I yeah, that was Girlfriends was based on Sex and the City. And it was four women? Yeah, but it was black. It was all black women mm-hmm. or people of color. Okay, so that was four women. It's always like four women. Mm-hmm. And then you never watch Noah's Ark, which I told you to watch. But Noah's Ark is a mixture of um, Sex in the City meets Black Gay Men. Yeah, I never watched Noah's Ark. I need to get on that. There's a lot I've, I haven't I haven't watched. I've been. Rec- I can, I recommended three amazing shows to you, and you still have not watched any of them. P-Valley, Lovecraft County, and now Noah's Ark? Or it was Noah's Lovecraft Ark. Country. I keep saying county. I put that in your head, but it's not county. <laughs> you did put country. that in my head. I, I do need to watch that. I have also been recently watching some Noah's clips Ark. on YouTube about, of Legendary. 
I need to watch uh, that. You need to watch Legendary? No. I'm oh, I've I watched thought, a lot okay, of clips. Here's now. what I will say. If you've ever experienced like ballroom, it's not it doesn't give you the same effect that ballroom gives you. It's, like, I, from the clips that I've seen on YouTube already, I've watched many clips. I already know some of the cast, like Michaela, mm-hmm. I've heard, uh, but she said, like all these like people that are really iconic. It's 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 given me, um, it's ballroom, but it's put through the lens of mainstream a production. Theme. Yes, yeah, production. It's like it's very produced ballroom. So if yeah. you're going in there expecting like the grittiness of ballroom, you're not gonna get that yeah. because. It's so produced. Yeah. And that's totally fine. That's totally fine. But I'm No, it still gives you everything you need though. Yeah. So I will say that. And it's, it's not long. Show. Apparently it's only like eight episodes or something, right? So Yeah, well they they got hit with the COVID. The same, yeah, they got hit with COVID, but it was the same issue where they were gonna do a live finale and they wind up having to like redo everything. So Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of things have been kind of like I was rewatching. Do you know how I was watching the Housewives uh, mm-hmm. of Atlanta reunion? Girl, that shit was corny as hell. It was on Zoom. They were talking over each other. I couldn't even hear anything. I was like, "Don't ever do this no. ever again." Instead, everybody come in, but put them in bubbles, and then they sit in the bubble and they can yell at each other through the walls because at least that is like on a stage and it's not a mess, and they can go yeah. through editing and they can like because the whole Zoom thing was so. Okay. Yeah, they stopped doing it. That was a wait. There was another one. There was um, Orange County, Beverly Hills. Oh, Beverly, no, it was Hills. Beverly Hills. Okay, and then for New York, they wind up doing it in person because they just kept the the staff low, and they. Um, but it also happened later than New York, right? Of- New York was, I want to say, in August or September. So they had like a little bit of time to like figure out that this figure isn't it out. As yeah. scary, Not only that, like in the like towards the end of summer the numbers in New York were going, it's, it goes by state by state. Yeah. And even though um, Georgia didn't have the restrictions that New York did, mm-hmm. they were taking those precautions because Georgia is red. So those restrictions that were in NYC were not in Georgia just because they were red and the governor's all anti-mask. Yeah. But um, those restrictions should have been there. So uh, being that the numbers were so low in New York, they wind up, having it in person just keeping social distancing also i just want to say uh i am a little streamer on twitch how the hell do i have better production value than the zoom call reunions by bravo (laughs) okay this makes no sense send them a c920 give them a blue yeti you You know know why that's it because they are all in charge of setting up their old equipment have you not seen like the bad? See, I follow a lot of them on social yeah, media. Yeah, but Nikki, you don't have to. You can be a monkey. You can set this up. Do you think that I'm some sort of genius that set up my mic quality and my camera? No, bitch. I put that shit in. You know what These you are could even do? Who don't do anything for themselves, girl. But you can do. You can remotely take over someone's PC from somewhere. So they could just have this, some tech guy in the office, and he'll remotely go to each one of the ladies' PC and just get that shit fixed up. They can wherever there's a will, there's a way, girl. Okay, you're bravo. And you're telling yeah, me you have production not- quality of, like, 10 years ago? Come on. How can I do it here on my rinkity-dinkity stream and be 10 times better than them? That is insane. Some of them were talking through their, like, a- AirPod, AirPod, AirPods. I was like, excuse me? Get yourselves a mic. Let's go. What is this tea? This is ridiculous. I also yeah, barely see you. The mic sounded far away. The, max sounded, the mic sounded so bad. It was far away. It was echoey. The- oh, my yeah. God. I was like, but I, they've never streamed. Think about when you first started streaming, girl. Your shit was probably a mess. 
It still was better than that. It still was better than that. Are you kidding But you know me? what they're probably thinking? What dress am I going to wear? What designer? Who's going to loan me jewelry? What makeup artist am I going to hire? No, but I'm not putting this on the ladies. I'm putting this on Bravo, the production company. They need to be the ones that have this. Because at the end of the day, Bravo it's their TV is show. Bravo putting it in their hands. That's the bad decision to make. You shouldn't put it in yeah, their hands. It's a, it's a if RuPaul's Drag Race can do whatever the hell they did in their freaking living rooms, you telling me these women with money and these com- production companies with money can't do better? Excuse me? No. No, I'm not shocked because drag queens are thrifty, girl. They will find a way to make shit work. But, but I mean, you even give the them camera. a garbage bag. They sent them, them cameras, though. They sent Gigi. They sent them cameras and lighting. They couldn't do the same for the girl, the women on. No, the- they did. They sent them lighting, mics, and cameras. Well, they need to get a refund because whatever the hell they did, they sent them some dollar store shit because that shit was janky. Yeah. Janky. It was like Twitch streamer 101 in your in your bedroom. Not even no, it was worse than it was if I if anybody who's out there was streaming with that type of quality, they, they no, you just yeah. that doesn't happen. You could go to I anybody. I think sound is, and and a lot of streamers need to take note of this. Actually, someone did a study and said people will stay in a stream with no camera before they stay in a stream with bad sound. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And it's true how many how many people are super successful on Twitch with no camera, but they have amazing mic quality. Sometimes that mic quality is so crisp. Oh, oh it's I'm like so music jealous. to my ear. I feel like I could just like just just explode with like figurative semen. Do you know what I mean? Like it's so <laughs> not figurative <laughs> semen. Why not regular semen, girl? <laughs> Well, that, it doesn't work anymore after the accident, you know? Oh, okay. um, <laughs> but it's sometimes it's so good, and I'm just, like, obsessed with it. I'm like, I don't even like your content. I barely even like your voice. But that crispness in your mic, mm-hmm. I want that, mm-hmm. and I want to spread it on a nice piece of toast, and I just want to eat it. Like, that's how good it is sometimes. Whereas, yeah. like, I don't even care if your camera is, like, whatever, you know? Yeah. I could care. I don't, think, I don't think your camera matters at all unless you're attractive. Then you, like... That will help in bringing viewers. What if you're shirtless streaming on Twitch and, you ha- and you're just covering up your nipples? Is that okay? <laughs> Apparently it is. Apparently the Twitch, they allow it, girl. Can I touch up on that? Can I touch on that? Because I'm a little bit... Let's do it. I just want to quickly touch on it. And I know this is not in agreement with you, which is why it's fine to talk about. I'm okay. not mad at it. I, I, who said I'm mad at it? I'm not... I'm, I, maybe you are. Maybe you're not. Let me see. Let me hear your opinion. I'm not mad at it because, number one... I know a lot of people out there who are mad at it, and I'm like, listen, this is the same thing that they do to women who they consider, quote-unquote, Bobby streamers. Look, people who are watching that individual or those individuals are not watching me, and I don't care if it's like they have a million viewers. That's okay. That's their niche. It's not like they're taking away from my content. I'm still doing my thing. I'm still choo-chooing on my train tracks. I am not mad at it. Is it gimmicky? Yes. I do think it's a little gimmicky. Is it cheap? Uh, I think it's a little cheap. I think they know that this is gonna, this is gonna grab attention. I, I, come on, let's be real. As streamers, we all know what's gonna grab attention. That's what's not. That's why we all, every single one of us, heighten our personalities just a little bit, even if not a lot, mm-hmm. on when we're live. You know, this is the name of the game. We're we're trying to be to try and to capture people's attention. You know, whatever, whether whichever way they, we do it. So yes, they're a little bit cheap in doing that because. I could probably, I mean, I don't know, I'd probably do the same because some of these people have really nice bodies, sure. But yeah, I could probably do something where I'm just like, take off my shirt or whatever. It's not like it's easy work. It's not like it's hard work, but it is a little cheap because it's, you know, it's going to 
keep someone there for a little bit longer. But I'm not mad. I'm not mad. You know what you do? Your, that's what your con. If that's what you can do to provide entertainment is to take off your shirt and say, "Look, I got pecs. Now what? You know what? You win. I can't compete with that, and that's okay because I don't think everybody wants to watch that. I don't. I don't want to no. watch it. I don't want to watch it either. But I. Okay. Here's and whenever anyone brings this up because I've been in several friends' stream, and they've all said, "Oh, this is disgusting. I'm not." Um, what do they call it? It's um, thirst something baiting. Oh, oh thirst queer... trapping. I'm not thirst trapping. Yeah, I'm not thirst trapping. I'm not queer baiting. Anything like that. Mm-hmm. But here's what where I get upset is because why are you mad at this person for finding out something that worked for them, and they're getting paid in numbers or biddies or subs or whatever it is that they want. They're getting the reaction that they want. Why are you not mad at the community that's supporting them? Yeah. Like if your argument is, oh, they're they're streaming shirtless, oh, they are queer baiting, yeah. why are you mad at them? It's working, which means they have an audience for it. Yeah. You should be mad at the people that are there viewing them, not the not the people who it's like if I go out and kill cats and I get an audience. It's like, yeah, you could be mad at me for killing the cats. But are you more mad at the people who are paying me to kill those cats? Who are, like, here all watching me kill those cats? Right? Also, don't fuck with cats. Yeah, don't fuck with cats. I I love cats. (laughs) No, but I mean, like, no, you're totally right. You know, it's it's sick that as a society we can hate on things that are made for people to watch. And it's like, yeah, that's sick that it's there. But, like, if it's – people are watching it, isn't it saying something about the folks that are watching it? Yeah. But I also don't want to shame people that do that. You know, if you're going on Twitch and you see someone with a shirt off and you say, well – unzip time to grease the sausage then you know what uh more power to you because at least you're doing that from the comfort of your own home and you're not you know doing you're not yeah. going out there you know what i mean like i'm not here to shame people that might only find that content interesting on twitch because there, there honestly there are i've had creeps come into my stream you had creeps go into your stream that like just mm-hmm. they, they want to have some sec- sort of sexual favor or something come out of it and if you are streaming with the shirt off, I'm assuming that you might get a little bit more than that than other folks who stream with shirts on. So I feel bad for you too, because you shouldn't be subject just because you're showing your body doesn't mean you deserve to be sexually harassed. And, you know, but at the same time, it's like, if you're into watching that good for you, why do people care so much about what other people do? I never understood it. I just can't understand it. And by the way, can we just say this? Some of the people who get upset at, um, at the thirst trapping are kind of thirst trapping themselves. Like we are all thirst trapping in our own way. I'm like, I believe a lot of my audience is there for my personality, but I'm sure some of them are there because I'm cute. I think so too. You thirst trap, but you know, when you put on that eyeliner and that shadow, how, how you're going to do it. So the boys look at you. Don't pretend. Yeah. So it's like, when you straight, I mean, when we you're all doing your hair, do it in like, our own way. When you put in that high pony, I know what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, like, why are we mad at other people for being attractive or having a nice body or sitting there watching them? Who cares? Focus on your own content. Yeah. And I get that might be like, oh, if I do the same content, but he's hotter than me, then he'll probably get more views. That sucks. That sucks. That honestly sucks. Probably feels shitty. Like, you're doing the exact same type of content, but one is hot and you're not. So they're more successful. It's really shitty. You know, that in that situation, you know, I can't. 
I get it. But then don't like you can't I don't I still feel like you can't be mad at that's like saying, well, she's prettier than me and she's getting more attention than me. It's like, okay, she's lucky to be pretty. Who cares? Yeah. It's the same thing when like all these people are like, oh my God, the Bobby streamers. It's like, why do you care so much? I guarantee you the people who are watching her want nothing to do with you. You're not losing an audience. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. They're not taking views away from you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I why totally do you care so much? I totally agree with that. I think as a community, we should be focusing on the things that are harmful in the community and that do bring harm. That me and Nikki, have, we, Nikki and I have spoken about this many times. We've talked about view botting in the past. We've talked about lots of things in the past. We've talked about, you know, there's been, we've even talked about controversies of people throwing their animals on, on Twitch and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Those are the things that we need to be more concerned about. Not the type of conduct that someone's doing that's just like kind of gimmicky, little cheap. That's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is what it is. Anyway, let's get into our topic today because the topic that we actually want to talk What a great segue. If you're shirtless, right. vote for me. Well, we're going to be talking about voting today. Politics. Well, because Nikki is American. Nikki is from oh, the yeah. great island, the tropical, beautiful island known as Staten Island, part mm -hmm. of New York City. And yeah. so what's happening next Tuesday, Henny? Um, well, hopefully, the way that I've been seeing it phrased on Twitter is the election day is not five days away. The election has already started. It ends five days from now. Yeah. So basically, it's like, get out and vote. Because it's the good thing about Corona is that it's opened up so many doorways to see how we can make our lives easier. Mm -hmm. I know people like to think that we're this uh, the, the generation where we want everything quick and fast. But in all actuality, we were lacking in so many areas. Like, there's so much stuff that we could have implemented sooner if it wasn't for a pandemic. Yeah. Like, Zoom doctor calls. Like, why the fuck do I need to go into a doctor's office for you to tell me what's wrong with me when I could just tell you my symptoms over the phone and you can tell me what's wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah. No so, um, yeah, go out, vote early because our election um, ends on Tuesday, yeah, I um I did mail in voting. I was gonna go to the polls, but then I heard that the lines were gonna be outrageous, which they are. So if you haven't done mail in voting, um, try to vote early, or if not, be prepared to like wait in line for hours upon hours because voter suppression is a thing in the United States. Yes, that's true, and I will say this: that I do believe that this year there will be lower voters right now. Uh, we just had our federal by-election in Toronto, just for this the, the seat of Toronto, Toronto mm -hmm. Center and York Region. And they saw like half the amount, they compared it to last year and it was, or the last time that it happened and it was half the amount of people that went out. And it's mostly because no one wants to go vote. If, if, if you already don't care enough, well, what makes you care more now when you could risk your life? Do you know what I mean? So yeah. do you expect, hopefully, you know, expect, that a lot of people might this year will may not go out and vote. Well, we're experiencing completely different things in the United States. Yeah, they've already done the numbers of the early voting, and they're already, I think they said, like, 400% higher than it was in 2006. But this Six is a very... 16? I'm sorry, 16. <laughs> um, yeah, in 2016, they, like, did the numbers... And apparently all the like early voting and mail-in voting is like 400% higher than it was in 2016. Yeah. This is a very heated election for the United States. And I think that a lot of um, 
I don't want to say our value. Yo, yeah, our values are on the line, girl. Okay, well, it's- we'll see what the numbers are when they get crunched out after Tuesday. Hopefully, it's enough that people have gone out. But I also can understand if folks are like, I might get COVID. I not don't want to go out then. Yeah. You know what? What can I tell you? You know, if you didn't do the advanced mail-in voting or whatever, then... Yeah, but I think voting is super, super important. I also feel like if you don't vote, you don't have the right to fucking complain. Like, I don't want to hear your complaints about something that in our, like, something, someone, something that someone in our administration is doing if you didn't go out and vote. I don't care if you voted for The Rock down the street. Go out and... Well, you know, some people do care about that. Someone came into my stream the other day and said, voting for another party besides the two that you guys have is just as bad as not voting at all. What do you say to that? It's true. Well, you just said you don't care if you, they vote for the rock down the street. I don't, but it's true. A lot of times, a lot of times, the reason why there's only two, like, especially in an election like this, the reason why there's only primary, like, primarily two parties is because the third party or fourth party, we do have other parties. We have, I think, up to seven. There's, like, the green the independents there's like a whole bunch of them girl but they don't get any votes because those parties normally take away like i'll give you an example i think it was minnesota or something one of the states up there girl and i think it was pennsylvania too the third party candidate got like a hundred thousand votes and hillary lost those states by like fifteen thousand votes Mm mm-hmm so had there not been a third party candidate, those people who more likely than not lean liberal, Hillary would have been the president and we wouldn't be going through what we're going through right now. So a lot of people feel like having other parties takes away from votes of other parties. Yeah. 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 And I, and I hear that because you guys do have a first past the post system. Basically, meaning whoever gets past that first post, they get everything. So if it was a uh, 51% to 49%, doesn't matter. The other person with 51 completely won it. Whereas in places where I live, like in Canada, we don't have that type of system. It's not just one winner takes all. We have uh, a parliamentary system that everyone gets. Re- so the proportion of votes you get is the proportion that you represent in the government. Mm-hmm. So if you've gotten 5% of the votes of all Canada, well, you get 5% of the seats in the parliament, kind of like that. I'm not explaining it like exactly the way it is. It is a little complicated like that, which is why I believe that you do have many parties. I believe that. I'm sure there are. Mm-hmm. But in Canada, we actually have parties like different. We have many parties that have a voice. So if you yeah. want to vote for the Green Party in Canada, you absolutely can. And your vote isn't wasted because they will get a little bit of a percentage and then they may get one, two or three seats in the government, even if they, maybe they only won three percent of the votes in Canada. But at least they have three seats in there. And you can feel safe knowing that those three folks will vote the way that you think they will vote based on what you like about them, whatever they fucking mm-hmm. stand for. Right. Which is why we also have majority and minority governments, minority governments, meaning that they can't pass legislation without um, I guess it's kind of similar to the U.S. in the sense that you guys need to have – you have the, – that goes through the first – what is it? The the House, and then it goes through the Senate, and mm-hmm. then it goes to law. It's mm-hmm. similar-ish in Canada where, like, we have these houses and stuff, but if it's a minority government, which I guess is similar to having, let's say, Barack Obama be president, but the two – the House and the Senate is all Republican, so he can't push anything. 
Mm-hmm. It's similar to that where if it's a minority government, they can't just push legislation by themselves. They have to get the rest of the government to kind of be like on board or they need to get it to a majority. So if you only have 40 percent of this, the power in the in the House, well, that's, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean the 60 percent is the all of the opposite side. It just means yeah. that 60% is amongst four other parties. So you just got to work with some other parties to say, hey, look, we want to pass this bill. We don't have the majority. Let's work with the Green Party and see if they can get if we can get 4% from them. And then we'll go to this party and see if we can get 6% from them or whatever. Which, in no. my opinion, is a little bit better because it promotes, like, working together and, like, actually pushing things that you like. But Yeah, but... Unfortunately, that's just not how it works in in the U.S. because of the first past the post system. If they change that to work in a way that everyone could be properly represented, which they're never going to do, because just what like Nikki mentioned, voter suppression is already a real thing. Mm-hmm. Redlining, there's a lot of stuff that's bad, and so um, yeah, in an ideal world, that's the way it would work. But unfortunately, it is going to be par- bipartisan for you folks. Yeah. Have you ever seen like um, a lot of the districts of our Congress people? You mean like what regions they represent? Yeah, there's like people do like they'll do a map and they'll like purposely group up all the minorities together to ensure that the Democrats get less seats. Yeah. It's like crazy. Yeah, it's isn't like, that what the red isn't that what isn't that what's called redlining, I think? I could be wrong. It's called, it's called something else and I can't think of the name. Yeah. But yeah, it it's is. basically the same thing. Like if there was a map of a square and in each corner, there was a bunch of minorities and there was 10 seats. Let's just say four seats, right? Because mm-hmm. the square is four sides, right? Mm-hmm. What they would do is they would draw the map circling all the four corners and then split up the middle into the other three seats. So that all the minorities all vote for Democrat and then the... And let's say this is like millions upon millions of people because normally it's large cities that tend to be Democrat, even if you're in red states. Um, so let's say there's four seats and that square is the four seats that that state happens to have. Yeah. Three of those seats will go to Republican because of the way the counties are drawn out. Mm-hmm. Even though there's like 10 times the population than um and those other three seats yeah it's just the way that the districts are drawn yeah and that's, so a lot of states uh, what they do is they like take it to court but being that so many judges are appointed and they're republican as well a lot of the counties don't get redrawn because the republican judges also want to make sure that they stay in seat which is just like crazy to me because i just i feel like the majority of Americans, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, don't agree with that. Would that be fair to say? I honestly couldn't answer that. I don't know. You, so you don't know where the, like, you don't feel like the majority of Americans would want fair elections? Uh, girl, seeing what I'm seeing in the world right now, I can't confidently answer that. I feel like a lot of Americans support Trump. A lot of them. I feel like he may even win this election. But I mean, if he won it fair and square, which that's also up for debate, um, then I would think that this is that 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 
putting aside the red light, like everything that you just mentioned, like I think the mm-hmm. people who are voting for Trump, they believe that they're they want him to win fair and square. So I'm that's so I'm thinking no, that the majority that. you think that the majority do you think the Americans that are voting for Trump want him to get help from Russia, want him to get like fake votes to get to win? They want the voter suppression. They want to make sure he stays in office. They want all the help from any government, even if they're our enemy. Yeah, I believe. So you're saying, in in theory, the majority of Americans disagree with fair elections, regardless of who the candidates are. Yes, if it favors them. So okay, so if the so then 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 I ask you if the majority of Americans feel the same way about something. Then there wouldn't be a neat reason to any necess- it wouldn't be necessary to cheat them because you would always just win. You'd have the majority of votes of what you want to do. They're all they're thinking the same way, right? Well, here's why I can't properly answer the question, right? Okay. I think the population of the United States is three hundred and fifty million, maybe closer to four hundred million. I don't know. New people are born every day, right? Yeah, I think that's a good, um, fair one, fair number. And I think like 150 people, 150 million. I think it was like 130 million people voted. Yeah, I think so I remember like, in 2016, you mean. I remember it was less than half. It was like 40 or 30 yeah, percent of the population. Yeah. So I'll never be able to confidently answer that question because not everyone goes out and votes. Right. So if less than half of the population who do vote, a majority of them voted for Hillary Clinton, which is I think it was like 65 million. And well, she did Trump win the popular. You're right. Popular vote. Yes. So um, I want to say a majority of the people who voted mm-hmm. do want a fair election. Okay. But I can't say that the whole country does because a lot of the country didn't even fucking vote. And seeing the record turnouts that we're seeing now in the polls, it'll probably give us more information. But honestly, can we even depend on that information because there are cities with hundreds of thousands of people that have one voting spot girl yeah it's it's incredible and and i think that's i think part of the reason why people don't go out and vote is because of that because it's it seems so inaccessible for folks i know for me and my voting experience that i had the other day when i voted uh what day is it today today's tuesday it was yesterday actually so yeah so it was yesterday um it was quick and it, I there was no line. It was five minutes. I did it everything correctly and I left. And it's that type of voting experience I've had almost every single time I voted ever since I've been eligible to vote in Canada. So I've never experienced these. I've seen the news like back in during the 2018 or whatever the election was for the um, the blue wave of whatever was it for the yeah. house maybe it was for the house right yeah i saw lines that were like millions like it looked like it was millions of people it obviously wasn't but it was like around the corner people were still wait- it was like 3 a.m people were waiting outside i'm like i've never even experienced that in my country like what is going on like why is this a thing and like what nikki's saying it's probably because of like voter suppression um you know there's one voting place that has janky machines in a, in a city or a population of 100, 200,000 people. And so, like, yeah. what is going to happen? Like, where are people supposed to go? How are people supposed And that's probably why a lot of people are like, you know, what? I'm not even going to go sit out in that hell of, of a line for eight hours to go vote when th- I don't think things are even going to change. And I think that's a yeah. big reason why people probably don't vote. If that's not the reason, I don't know what the other reason is. Because I, I have met so – I've actually – had an American friend who was an adult, and he, uh, after Trump was elected, he complained about it. And I was like, well, did you go out and vote? He's like, no. 
was like, well, why not? He's like, I don't know. I, I just, I didn't want, I didn't care to. And I was like, so then why are you complaining? Yeah, you don't have the right to complain if you didn't vote. It's crazy. That is my first question when I ask people who I hear complain. Did you vote? Oh, yeah. Then I don't want to hear your opinion because <laughs> I sat in line for hours for 2016. I mean, it wasn't hours. It was maybe like an hour total that mm-hmm. I sat in line. And my polling place wasn't even that packed. I think there was, I want to say, 20 people ahead of me. Yeah. But, um, Yeah. I, I think if there's a hour. I think if there's a problem in the US with like not being able to have voting stations or whatever, I don't know the T. Um because apparently there are some states that don't even pay tax. I Yeah. I don't know. Is. So maybe that's probably why they don't get funding for po- I don't even know. Then they should Nevada, make it Washington. Yeah, I heard Washington. I was surprised. I was like, okay. Um <laughs> but if that's the case, they should make it so that vote um mailing in or advanced polls are more accessible. For folks. Well, that's why I say COVID was actually a blessing to us because in my state, New York, you could only get a mail-in ballot if you were in the army or in your in some type of military, which means you're away. Yeah. Or you're on leave mm-hmm. uh, for the military. Um, or if you have some type of medical condition that prevents you from going to the polls. Other right. than that. Rain, sleet, snow, whatever the situation is, you have to go outside and vote and wait in line. And this is why a large majority of people do not vote. Who the fuck? And not only that, here's what I will say. Growing up in a predominantly poor neighborhood, Mm -hmm. a lot of people have the mindset that no matter what I do, my vote does not matter. Yeah. Because... The laws that they pass do not affect me. Mm-hmm. And it took me so long to realize that that is the worst mindset that you could possibly have. And not only that, we were probably given that mindset by people that want to suppress us. Yeah. And it's like, no, your vote has so much power. Even in small ass districts where there's only 100 people, like your vote matters for that congressman for that yes. uh, district attorney every single vote matters like the per there are like you vote for the people that decide whether or not you commit a crime what's the sentencing you should get like it go like everything is decided through voting yeah. and people don't understand that it's not and not only that we're not educated about voting in school mm-hmm. there's no class that shows us that hey Everything in my life is decided by other people, and I vote for those people. Yeah, yeah. People for, people forget that it's, you're not just voting for the head honcho. You're voting down the ballot for people who are like your municipality. You know, things mm-hmm. like who your streetlights being here, streetlights being yeah, on. You know, the stop signs. Tickets, how many? How many speed? Because ca- now in uh, Staten Island, we have speed cameras everywhere, girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised I only got one ticket because I speed all the time. Every day there's a new speed camera up. But all that shit is decided by people that are voted for. Exactly. The amount of tickets you pay, how many how many parking um, attendants that they have rolling around giving us tickets when we forget to put a quarter in, girl. Mm-hmm. That's all decided by people who, who we voted for. Yeah, it's not just voting for your president. It's not just a Trump or a, a Biden vote this coming Tuesday for you folks that are in the U.S. It's for, I actually could be wrong. Is it just a vote for them or is there other things on the ballot? Oh, there's a ton of things on the ballot. There's, um, uh, there's 24 senators, I believe, maybe a little more than 24 senators. But not only that, the Congress... The congressman um, 
the which is the house they mm-hmm. um they vote every two years that's why there was a big election in 2018 their seats are up every two years the congress the uh senate seats are up every six years so they don't always go with the election yeah which is good because a lot of times people just check republican down the whole side yeah so if the republican candidates in the lead most likely that will win the senate as well mm-hmm. but with such a devised election that we have like right now um I yeah. find that so weird that they do it all in one because that makes it so that like I think that's a, like a little bit of a voter supr- like a uh, a psychological thing too because if you're going to go in and you're going to vote for your president because that's like the head honcho like there's a big thing then of course you're going to go down the ballot and you're going to click everything the same because you want your person to win if they just split those voting things like separately then it maybe it'll make okay, some people cool. have like actually more choices of like okay well maybe I want Trump to be president but maybe in my county I want this person because I like them or maybe I want this person for my municipality or maybe this person for my my um state you know what I mean like I feel like that's I mean they do of- have those options but there's also an option to just vote your entire party but I mean, that's because they combine it in one. I feel like they shouldn't even do that. I feel like they should no. just have separate elections and like have like okay in March. Oh, you mean because it's all the same day? Yeah, because that it just yeah. makes it makes it so like you're psychologically focused on like I want him to win, so I'm gonna go boo, 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 like. But that's not that's you should really fully thoughtfully think about who you're voting, and so you kind of you sh- you know what you know what I th- what, I would respect some like if you want to vote. I think it's okay to not just do all one side. I think it's okay to go back and forth depending. I mean, maybe because I'm Canadian and I have like multiple options. Like today, like when I went to vote, I was sitting there between three parties to choose from. And I was like, gosh, I don't know if I want to. I was like looking at all of them. I looked at all of the platforms. Fortunately, a lot of all of their platforms are like basically the same. So I was like, oh, so I don't know which one to go. And so like sometimes for the municipal, I want this. I want the NDP party. Maybe for the... um, House of Commons, I want the Green Party. Maybe for the prime the prime ministership, like the 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 parliament, I want the Liberal Party. So like sometimes I like that having those, those separate options. But if it's all on the same day, then of course I'm gonna be like, well, if this if we're voting the prime minister, then I'm gonna go down the line and go boo 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 versus like I could have it on different days. But that's that's different. Yeah. And well, I also I think- do believe that that's happens in the U.S. too. I think a Republican in New York City is different than a Republican in Tennessee. Do you disagree? I would have said yes before 2016. Because I think before 2016, it was very much like that, where you looked at the candidates' views and you found what works for you. Mm-hmm. And um, if it if it lines up with what you believe in and what you stand for or the things that you want to get changed, then yeah, you, it, there was no problem with voting outside of your party. But as of right now, it's almost like... Are all Republicans my- Trumpy? Yes, and not only that, all Republicans have to show support to Trump in order to get Trump's approval. So, like, mm. if you're in a battleground state right now, um, much like Staten Island, believe it or not, because in 2018, um, a Democrat won Staten Island, which is also, they also control part of Brooklyn. Okay. Um, and that was unheard of because Staten Island is notorious for being Republican. Mm-hmm. But they re- they redrew the district lines and they included part of Brooklyn, a, a larger part of Brooklyn. And Staten Island turned blue for the for a long time. Like it's been a long time since they were weren't red. Mm-hmm. But this year, um, a Republican is running for the seat again and they're trying to um, 
take the seat back and turn it red again. And in order to get the approval of the Republican Party, you have to support Trump's views. So by you saying, like, you can't separate it because if you disagree with everything that Trump does, then you won't have the support of the Republican Party, mm-hmm. which means you won't get the votes you need to win. Yeah. So it's literally like Democrat or Republican. There's no in between. And that's what the president has created. It's like either you support me and everything I've done or you're not going to win your seat. Yeah. I guess you're right. There is more. I think there's the Democrat that lives in Tennessee versus the Democrat that lives in Brooklyn are two different, very different people. Yeah. Versus the Republican is a little bit more similar because of like what you mentioned. The Trump is is very tight because there's some people who are like I as an outsider looking in. There's some people like, oh, this person's a Democrat. And then look at what they stand for. I'm like, bitch, this person's conservative. But like for yeah. for for those people, for people in that region or for some Americans, no, that's very liberal point of view. And I'm like, that is not liberal. That is crazy. But then there are other folks who I believe are that are still considered Democrats. But I would feel like they're much more liberal, like uh, AOC. She's a Democrat, but I would say she's a very different Democrat than Biden. Yeah. I want AOC to be my president, and I can't wait for that day. (laughs) Do you think that day would come? I do think that day is going to come. I absolutely do. Do you think the country is ready for it? Do you think people in Tennessee, Texas, uh, Mississippi are going to vote for them? Or her? I I think she's hated. She's hated by the Republican Party. I think she's a target for them. I find that as an outsider looking in, I find that so funny because she's literally the, she is the epitome of the American dream. American dream. I was just gonna say, yeah. And isn't that what Americans like pride themselves on? And like, oh. she literally went from scrubbing tables to representing folks in, in Congress. And that is literally not. I'm not even just figuratively saying this. I'm literally saying that that is literally the American dream that I've that I've been told that you can go from. Who like some nobody to becoming someone that represents people and is a leader. That is the American dream. So it's so crazy to me that you someone can hate her because like even if you disagree with her completely on her politics, which I actually have a problem um, with people who disagree completely with what she says because it's like she seems so pro like human lives that to disagree about that makes you just seem like a weird person. But I don't want to get into nitty gritty of that. But even if you did, wouldn't you still respect her hustle? Mm-hmm. I still respect the hustle of some n- nasty Republicans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people, I think not I Trump because that's different. But like yeah. somebody else that maybe is like a nasty Republican that like you know I respect their hustle, their pieces of shit, and I don't like their freaking platform maybe. But like you know what? If it was like a Republican, if it was a Republican woman in some place in Texas that used to be a waitress and now she's like a super Trumper, I'd be like ew. But I'd also be like you know what? Good for you. That's the American dream. There you go. Yeah, I think what's going to happen is that um, what I pray happens is, is that Biden wins. Well, actually, before you answer this, what do you think is going to happen? If you had to put your if you were in a the, the casino right now and you had to bet money, where are you betting it? I don't know. I'm so torn. I'm like 50 50 on it. Is I want to believe 50 50. I believe that it's 50-50. I think it's a toy cost. Uh, a toy cost. I think it's a coin toss right now. <laughs> Really? You think it's that close? I think it's that close. See, this is what's coming out of all those polls. The polls are saying that Biden's so far ahead, but they said the last time about Hillary. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that a lot of people are afraid to say that they support Trump, even when they're polled by other people. Do you know anybody 
That supports Trump? No, no, not no, not have not that they've openly admitted. I probably do know people who support Trump. And then you have you even have. Um, well, Democrats you live on Staten who, Island. You said it's red. But I'm from the oh, girl. I'm from the gutter of Staten Island. There's no one. I like. I live in the upper middle class part of Staten Island. But no, all the people you surround yourself like your family members. They're all pretty blue. Yes, and they're all not. They don't have money, so they're all in um, low income neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. But um, what I think will happen is is that Biden will win, and I don't know if Biden can do another four years after his win. Oh, you mean it'll be like a one term? Yeah, I think he's too old. I think that's like easy, easy pickings for whoever he runs against. Oh, so like, you mean like the the Democratic, now, the Democratic he, primary in twenty twenty in twenty twenty three or four? You mean, or you mean versus the Republican candidate? Versus the Republican candidate. Because I feel like whoever, first of all, if let's say Trump wins, it's his last, it's his last no matter what, right? Uh, because you can only go eight years in the United States. Mm-hmm. But um, if Biden wins, he's already, whoever wins this election is already the oldest president that we've ever elected. Yeah. I feel like whoever comes in, the first argument is going to be he's too old to be president. So like, I don't know if Biden will go another four years. I think they'll push for it, and I think it would be a mistake to push for it. But I know that the next plan is for Harris to take over. Can they? Is that a, like a possibility where like the, you know, you're going back to an election, but like the president can be like, "Look, I'm not going to be the candidate. The next person, like the." It's unheard of because normally the sitting president will automatically get the ticket for the next mm, okay. four years to like. And they'll fight against the um, Republican candidate. But I think this should be a situation where they only go for the four years. And then he normally it's the vice president who they who they switch the lane over to. Yeah. Because they want to stay within that um, administration. So are you optimistic on because a week a week from today, the results should I remember the feeling. I remember the feeling in 2016 when Trump won. Did you heart fall into your stomach do you feel yeah. like that sinking feeling of like what is like you see i remember looking at the news it had this like um do you know like that the accelerator on a car mm-hmm. and one side was blue one side was red and they had this little like little thing in the middle and it was like it was just there was more red and it was just going to the red side it was saying oh it's looking like it's going more red and everyone's faces was just like what and i remember watching the the news and being like what is going on in the states the fuck because at that point it was like a joke. It was like, there's no way this person can win. Yeah. Like, it was just so far from anything we had seen. And the things that he was saying just didn't line up with the picture that America was. And this was before all of the craziness from the past three years. This was literally just his campaign trail. Yeah. Yeah. Of him saying ridiculous things and no one thought it was possible. No one thought it was remotely possible for him to beat this seasoned candidate. And it happened. And now the last four years have been nothing but trouble and disgusting and everything that the reason why all of our, like our hearts fell to our stomach is because everything that we were afraid of actually happened. So for us to lose again, 
would be like, okay, this is the country that we live in where mm. racist, homophobic, transphobic people win. It's almost like where bad wins and good doesn't, you know? Yeah. That's the way I look sure. at it at this point. It's like either you're good or you're bad. Like I, I have no in between. I think a big reason, maybe you can agree or disagree with me, but I think a re- big reason the Trump presidency has been so uh, intense mm-hmm. is because he had the House and he had the Senate was red and that happened before or wait did that happen did one of them happen when he i don't know but that was like basically before he came in and yeah. so that's like red 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 and it's trump at the head so it's like holy shit everything's going through so you know at the end of the day even if whatever happens on tuesday let's say well you know trump is the president the house is still blue the senate are, are y'all voting for the Senate on Tuesday, too? Or is that, like, a different... Yeah, there's 24 seats up. Because because it's every six years, every every two years, another batch of... I think it's 33 or 34, something like that. I think it's 34, because there's 100 seats, and every uh, two years, a third of the seats go up. So, yeah, it's probably 30, so 30, 30. maybe... You know, maybe the Senate will be blue too. So it'll be, like, blue, blue, and then you'll have Trump. So he might not even be able to push anything. Well, if that's the case, he'll be gone, girl. You're right, because you guys, like we just mentioned, like everyone just seems to check the same side on the ticket. But no, no, no. What I'm saying is, is that let's say Trump wins, but we win the Senate. We're going to win the House. There's no doubt we're going to win the House. Um, But um, the Senate is very hard because the states that are up are very red states. Oh, okay. So in order for us to flip the House, we would have to keep the seats we already have which some of the seats are in red states already, mm-hmm. which like though they won those seats um, by a fluke. So like some of those seats we may lose, um, but we might win a few seats from the Republican side as well. So it might equal out. It just can't go 50-50 because if it goes 50-50, they still have control because the tiebreaker is the vice president. Yeah. So it has to go like forty nine fifty one. Yeah. Well, so the if anything that happens on Tuesday, if Trump does win, you know, you guys still have the House. If we have if we have the Senate and the House, then he will be impeached. Well, There's even no even if you have the just have the House, that still means that you have no. to make sure that legislation can no, pass no, no, the House no, no, before no, it goes no, to the Senate. No, 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 no. That's disaster. That's complete disaster. Well, that's the worst, that's the worst case scenario at this point, isn't it? Well, yeah, or it's better than the worst because the worst would be red, red, red. But then it would be blue, red, red. Right? Yeah, I don't think we're going to lose the house. There's no doubt we're not going to lose the house. Um, but um, if we lose the house, if we lose the Senate and the presidency, there's predictions that I think two or three more um, more Supreme Justices are going to leave. Like there's Supreme Justices that are just holding on to after the election. Yeah. So they're like, we can't do another four years and waiting to retire because there's a bunch of people waiting to retire. This whole thing with the lifelong job, what the hell is that about, first of all? Girl, I don't know, but somebody decided it a long time ago that you get a lifelong seat 
on the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court is the highest court in the land, and they decide everything. That's ridiculous. That's so, silly. That doesn't even make any sense. And well, supposedly they're gonna pack the court, girl. So well, we all win. of those old ass. I'm sorry. You know, I know our our um. RBG is really respected, highly respected, good for her, whatever. Her ass should have freaking uh, retired back in 2011 or whatever when Obama was still there. So y'all would have, because now, you know what I mean? A lot of, it just, it just seems like sometimes the Republicans play the game better. They do, because they're more scummy. Yeah, and they'll just do what they want. And sometimes it feels like the Democrats are just much more noble. And like, well, no, well, well, they like have faith in the system. They'll follow the rules, yeah. yeah and it's, it's like, like, no, bitch, because they're not following the rules. And when motherfuckers don't follow the rules, you got to break the rules, too. Yeah, you know, she should have retired 10 years ago. And then that seat would have been filled up by like a nice, plump 38-year-old <laughs> liberal person. and Let them live their life. You know what I mean? Anyways. Yeah, we're be going through what we're going through right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. And so now you have... You they know. should definitely put, honestly, they honestly, honestly should. They should put an age on it. At 65, you retire. That's it. Like, you shouldn't go till you're dead. Like, honestly, that's so dumb. Because you don't know who's going to be there. Well, I just think there there should be, like, a different way to do it. I don't know. I don't, I can't, I don't even know. We have, we have a Supreme Court something in Canada. I have no idea how it works. I'm ignorant. I don't have any. I don't, maybe it is a lifelong appointment. I don't even know about it. The fortunately, yeah. though, I just don't live in a bipartisan government, so I don't have ever have to worry about like one party being like, mm, "We're gonna do what we want," because like we have like a bunch of us, so it's like, no, ma'am. So we all have to kind well, of even playing field. But I don't know. Maybe that's how it works here too. But I don't know. I well, don't know. The the, um, the Republican candidate went through in the Supreme Court, so now. That shit went through fast. That was like, I I blinked one minute and the next minute our our RBG was replaced. And I'm like, wait, didn't that happen like six years ago for y'all Americans or something where like uh, Merrick Garland or something couldn't get through and it was like, it took forever to get him. And then now like in a blink of an eye, RBG isn't even buried yet. And then you guys have a new, that is insane how that worked. Same exact person in charge, girl. The same person. Which is who said really crazy. that in an election year we should not appoint a judge. But you know and how we should really look at it? I don't think judges should be partisan. Do you know what I mean? Well, they're not. Like they're there not, shouldn't be blue, there shouldn't be red. They, everyone should just the people that you that people who go into that type of job and become judges and whatever, they need to be very like neutral. They need to be very gray. They can't be that. I mean they're not they don't they don't um they don't appoint them based on their party. They they appoint them based on their views and what that president at the time wants to get accomplished. So if the if the goal is to abolish abortion and to get rid of gay marriage, mm-hmm. then you're gonna you're gonna appoint someone who's conservative and believes that those things are sin and should not be done. So when it goes in front of the court, you have enough votes for it to get struck down. Yeah. I just feel like that shouldn't even be like you shouldn't your views. If you're a judge, you shouldn't have views. <laughs> they shouldn't be public. They should just be like, oh, you've made a statement before that you don't believe that you believe gays uh need that homophobia is a sin. Sorry, you're disqualified. You know what I mean? It should just be like we don't yeah. want to know what the view is. All right, let's put you through based you on your like history. Your views, girl. It's a lifelong appointment. I feel like there's so much wrong with that whole thing. That whole well, lifelong. You have to ask their views. What if they? What if they believe that 
all Asian people have the coronavirus and they should be banned from the United States. But I feel like a person like that would never get into the position of being like a highly respected judge. Do you know what I mean? You would think, girl. But no. I feel like if you're the type of person that wants to become a judge, you want to be highly respected, you have a great lifelong, you know, history of being a judge or whatever the heck it is, then I would say you'd be a person that has a pretty good, decent head on your shoulders. But maybe I'm being naive. Girl, they just voted in a woman who believes that if you get raped and happen to get pregnant, that you should keep the baby of your rapist. But that isn't the law, is it? It's not right now. But guess who it goes in front of? The Supreme Court. And there's four other motherfuckers who believe the same thing. So I feel very bad for women right now. And I feel very bad for my community. Well, all the more reason, folks, that you're listening in. You need to, if you are an American and you're an adult and you're able to vote and you're still not sure what you're going to be doing Tuesday, you figure it figure out. It out. <laughs> figure it out. Figure, figure it out. Figure it out. Also, for anyone scared about abortion or gay marriage or anything like that. I'm sure audience is very (laughs) against those things. No, but I mean, if you're worried about it, um, most likely everything will go back to the state. So it'll be on a state by state basis. So this is why voting is important, because then it goes down to the governors and they will decide in each state whether or not gay marriage and abortion will be illegal. So yeah, this is why you vote because even though even though it's not for president, it may um, still affect you, girl. Very true, very true. Alrighty, y'all. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Simple Stuff. Y'all better get out and vote this coming Tuesday. Yes, some people in the world would literally die for the right to vote, so we can't be out here squandering it. Yes, and whichever way you sway, it's important you have your voice be heard. Preach it, sister. Bye. Oh my God, look at me go. God, look at me go. God, look at me go.